three. I forgot the contract two. extension happened. You see? No, that's not what it goes. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Fans Talk NASCAR. I'm your host, Sienna. I'm your host, Jacob. We're late. Late to what? <laughs> this podcast, we're recording so late. It's, oh. it's Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, we're a day late. Whatever. <laughs> I have to edit this tomorrow. It's going to be late no matter what. You better hurry up then. <laughs> honestly All right. we don't have a lot to talk about but um let's we wanna jump in uh, let's do it the first thing that happened in the week leading up to what was this race that just went by kansas kansas okay the week leading up to kansas um the first thing that i have written down is denny hamlin's jgr contract extension i i thought that um I thought that we were, he had already had the contract extension, no. which is why I was, I think in the last episode I was talking, uh, or the first episode, somewhere where I was talking about how uh, Denny Hamlin said what he said about Bubba Wallace and uh, Ty Gibbs. I was talking about it as if he already had that extension. Yeah, no. But it was it was announced after the fact, which honestly makes it. So much funnier. It's because you knew. Yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, you knew it. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. It just is so much funnier to me because that was... The fact that that happened and everyone's like, what the heck? Why would he say that? And then, and like, that doesn't look good. You were saying that doesn't look good for mm-hmm. JGR and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and all this stuff. And then it's like, anyways, we gave him an extension. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I think... It was the whole... worth a mention. The whole extension thing is kind of weird, honestly. Like, I would... Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's some kind of inside deal with Toyota or their manufacturer. Toyota. Toyota. <laughs> I just don't know because I feel like... Why would you extend with Joe Gibbs Racing when you have your own team? And obviously, you've mentioned it before. Like, we mentioned on our podcast. Mm-hmm. He's putting his team first before he's putting JGR. Which I'm not, like, upset about, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. It doesn't look good for JGR. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't understand how you even want him on your team, let alone, I don't know how he wants to be on your team longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Tony Stewart. The first year he started a team, he was on it. He didn't have to worry about pleasing Joe Gibbs Racing or anything like that. He immediately went there. So, I don't understand like that. But. Is that usually a trend? With people yeah. owning teams, like, as mm-hmm. soon as, like, the next year or whatever, mm-hmm. first chance they get, they join that team. Yep. RFK Racing, Brad Kazowski. He went the very first year. He went to the team. Did Joe Gibbs do that? Was he a racer? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Sienna, he's not a racer. <laughs> Wait, then why is he, like, why is it named after him, then? Usually, I feel like that's the case. No, he just owns the company. Damn. He used to own the Redskins. Or I guess technically not the Commanders football team. You know that, right? He used to be a coach for them. Oh yeah, you know. You're That's right, why everyone yeah. calls him Coach Gibbs. Okay, I I don't know what people call him. All right, I don't pay attention that much. I only like JGR because Kyle Busch was part of it. That's all I knew, and I like Christopher Bell too. Okay. That's all I needed. I didn't need to know the extra. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the next point before I get to you. He did about Denny Hamlin. 
Chase Elliott fan. Um, also, we saw that uh, NASCAR is getting stricter about Xfinity because they're mm-hmm. um, they're failing tech so many times. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even aware that was an issue with them. Yeah, they're just trying to push the car too hard, uh, like trying to get sneak it through. Uh, what is it called? Tech just to get mm-hmm. as much advantage as they can get. I wouldn't call it cheating. I know some people are like call it cheating mm-hmm. but i don't think so i think it's really just you're trying to push your car out as much as you can mm-hmm. and min-maxing as as that's what people say in gaming what's it called min-maxing it's Min- when you're you're maxing like let's say you're playing a game and like character it, it would really benefit you if your character like had like maxed out strength mm-hmm. like 20 strength and like you don't really care on his intelligence you're min-maxing okay <laughs> you're min-maxing to make it the most optimal character yes. that you can be. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So yeah, that's what they're trying to do. I don't. I don't. I know some people, kind of like, oh, they're cheating, especially when it comes to Chase Elliott. Oh, they're cheating. They're mm-hmm. cheating. Blah, blah, blah. I've never viewed it as that, honestly. Whether it be Chase Elliott or anyone else. Now, I guess obviously there's a fine line. I mean, if you're going out there and. Like when Kyle Busch and Danny Hamlin uh, got first and second, but they were both disqualified. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call that <laughs> cheating. It was just unfortunate because of the rules and what they did was an un, I guess unseen for consents. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think cheating to me more would be like they're they know how big of an advantage it would be and they're manipulating the car to be in that way. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I don't know, making the car lighter than what it's supposed to be. No, things like that. I know you mm-hmm. want to be right at the edge, which is fine, but, like, deliberately being, like, five, ten pounds short of weight or whatever it'd be, I think it's kind of showing, okay, they're deliberately cheating or they're trying to get away with things. Or mm-hmm. even people winning races and their engine is way better than everyone else. And it turns out was, they put something in the engine. I think that's definitely something that you want to, like, no. not do. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah. And then also, a small little side note. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek to the 42 next year. for oh. Instead of Noel Gregson. Noel Gregson. So, oh, really? Noel Gregson's for I didn't even make that connection. That he's 42. Mm-hmm. Dang, so he's out of a contract, I guess? When everything happened with him, yes. I did not. I did not. I didn't look at the details. I just thought he was, like, suspended. He was suspended from NASCAR, but they let him go the next day from his contract. Or, like, two days later. Oh. Mm-hmm. I guess they had legal grounds, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was able to... He's not even 42. So he's out of a contract next year. Yeah, but actually today they said that he's back. He's reinstated mm-hmm. again. So with that being said, I have a feeling he might go to Xfinity. But we'll see. He might go back. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be in Cup. If he's in Cup, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. I think he kind of has to restart everything again. Yep. And that's I, on him. I'd agree. Yeah, that's on him though. I mean, he can't really mm-hmm. do those things and be a... Uh, public figure especially on your first year and stuff yeah as you're a rookie. getting popular as a fan mm-hmm. you can't be doing that kind of stuff yeah i definitely agree with that yeah but who knows now he might be more not popular. that not saying that it would ever be okay 
for him to do that. Like, even if he was 15 years into a cup, his cup career, like, just saying right now, it's especially sensitive because mm-hmm. it's literally his first year. Exactly. So he's not like up there or like everyone respects him. And, all mm-hmm. that, so. and he was getting a fan base too. Now it's all. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I, could, I guess it depends who you talk to, what kind of fans you talk to. Sometimes they might be, wow. An even bigger fan. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this. There's no Grax in the. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That, that's NASCAR for you. Mm-hmm. For you. And that was really that was really it in like the week leading up mm-hmm. to the race and the and actual race. The race starts. It starts mm-hmm. with a bang. Drivers, oh. start your engine. Literally, and Why then. Why are you doing motorcycle hands? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that was huge because the race starts. I think Martin Truex Jr. starts third, mm-hmm. and he immediately starts losing spots. But on the corners, he was going extremely slow, like much slower than everyone else. It, it looked like it, there was a problem. Mm. And then on lap six, he said, or seven, he said, there's something going on with, with the car. Like there's something completely wrong with the car. He mm. didn't know what at that time. And then on lap eight, his uh, back ride tire explodes and goes down and he hits the wall, smacks the wall extremely hard a lot of tire things this race yeah a lot of we little did we know that was just the first of many that reminds you of texas last year why what happened you didn't watch it no <laughs> you were there right yes that's the one where like everything happened <laughs> that's when every whoever was in first place was gonna uh, ruin their tires really there was like i think it was martin triggs jr kevin harvick and chase Elliott all were leading the race and they all uh all their tires went down. Mm-hmm. I think there was maybe one more, but I don't think it was first place. There was a, a lot going on in that race. But anyways, back mm-hmm. to the race that actually happened this year. <laughs> oh, I should, should also just know, we watched this race separate. Mm-hmm. You were at our dad's, and I decided to chill at home. Mm-hmm. And we watched it separate. And I did not see trucks go out because I, I, you were like, the race starts at like 2.30, and I messaged you at 2.28. Like, I hadn't turned on anything. But I was like, hey, don't forget to take notes for our podcast. And then immediately you sent, he's out within 10 laps, he's out. And I'm like, what is happening? And I immediately (laughs) went to go turn on the race. Yeah. That's when I tuned in. It wasn't until after that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the big thing here is. You said it was at 2.30, all right? I was going to wait till 2.30 exactly. But then I messaged you and I said it was actually 2.20. I heard heard the first thing and tuned out the rest. (laughs) Uh, but the, I think the biggest thing about this is, this is the regular season champ. He got 15 more playoff points than everyone else, mm-hmm. which means he has a 15 playoff, he has a 15 point cushion from second place. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the rest of the field, but now, that's all gone. Mm-hmm. And it does honestly, honestly going back to like the last point, like anything could go wrong for. The people above the cutoff line and anything could go right mm-hmm. for the people on the bottom. And this exactly. is like a true thing. Exactly. It's literally like, exactly what we were talking about last yeah. last episode. That's like as bad as it gets. From first to now on the cutoff line. Ten laps in. Boom. That's worse. Like worst case scenario. Well, I guess worst case scenario would be lap one. Well, I like guess, what's the difference, you know? Yeah, because it's still a stage one. Uh-huh. It would be different if it was like on the last lap because he would have got stage points most likely. Uh-huh. But that's gone now. No yep. stage points, nothing. He had a horrible car at mm. Darlington. 
<laughs> Honestly, it does hurt my heart a little bit because I am a Truex fan too. Oh my god! When were you gonna announce that to me? I've always said I like Truex. I don't know about that. Because his name is Martin, and that's our dad's boyfriend's name. That's literally the only reason. And he's good. He's a good veteran driver. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I don't want him to win the championship. I want that to be Kyle Busch. But, you know. You know, you know. I'm sure you want to bring up Kyle Busch. He <laughs> seemed uh, excited what was about it? this. In practice or qualifying, he... It was practice practice he had a crash or something i didn't mm-hmm. really see the footage the or anything and they're like we're either gonna drive a backup car or we're gonna like pull pieces from the backup car onto this car to like fix it up mm-hmm. and they went with the second option mm-hmm. they pulled pieces off of the backup car to fix up the original the og car and he was still doing good that's yeah. what I'm saying. As long as he's in a car that has fuel, that's like can drive, he can win. Yeah, he, he definitely he was up moving up there. I think I, the highest he got was like fourth or fifth. He got pretty high. I think it was. Somewhere no, he got there. first. He was at first or second at one point. I'm really? Sure. I can't remember, honestly. <laughs> Although I think it was brief, so I don't know. And then right after that, he's Cowboys moving up. And the 24 spins out. No damage. Mm. 24 is, don't tell me, Alex Bowman. <laughs> no, that's 88. Uh, William Byron. Yes. Let's go. I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> he spins out. No damage, no hit. Doesn't hit the wall. And then he goes to pit road to get repairs. And his crew member catches on fire from the flames. Kind of like last week with the uh, Chris Buescher or Brad Kozlowski's pit crew literally same exact way from mm-hmm. the fuel catches fire uh it looks like he stayed in but they uh ems was checking up on him making sure he was okay but looked like he was fine mm-hmm. now here's the thing i want to bring up about that is i think stop drop and roll that's what you should bring up <laughs> i think william byron was sixth or seventh mm-hmm. maybe when it happened and after that he did not have a good car he never came back into the lead the he never ruined him no. <laughs> the that's his crew. That's that's, his, that's you his, went from talking about the fire to him not being good anymore, so I just put two and two together, you know? The fire on his pit crew. Uh-huh. His pit crew got caught on fire. And he felt bad, and so he drove bad. Yeah, you're right. That's why. That's exactly why. <laughs> no, but his his car wasn't good from the spin. Did his tolling bend? No, nothing broke. But, like, honestly, and this is a, a common thing sometimes. After you spin out... Sometimes the car just isn't the same. Mm. And no one really knows why. It can be like maybe something shifted in the car. The vibes. The chakras. Yeah, the vibes. <laughs> the chi, it's, it's all Oh off. my god. <laughs> <laughs> he needed his crystals. <laughs> he needed his uh, his candles to light them. <laughs> in the car. In the ritual. car. Yeah, in the car. <laughs> well, he had a fire nearby. He could have. <laughs> he could have. He could have just stuck his hand out and like that. <laughs> um... And Bubba is in second place and catching up to first. And he's, Bubba looks really good. He did, he did look good. And I was really excited because I was uh-huh. like, I, and Chase was in third and I was really upset about that. But I was so glad when Bubba passed him because Chase was in second, Bubba was in third. Mm-hmm. But then Ch- he passed Chase and I was really excited because obviously I don't want Chase to let win. Mm-hmm. So I was like, please don't let Chase to let win. 
again, guys, I don't want him winning, even though I'm his, like, biggest fan, because he's not in the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. It'll just be salt in the wound for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I was really excited for Bubba, second place, his tire blows out. Mm-hmm. Hits the wall. Another playoff driver. Another playoff driver with issues. And I was like... That's three so far we've gone over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's three. Mm-hmm. I was so upset because he, he looked like he might have repeated again. He had a really good car. He was able to stay in front. And the thing was, not many... They didn't mention this, but he started 10th in the race. And by lap 8, he was already like 4th. Mm-hmm. So, in 8 laps, he gained, what, 6, 7 spots? Something like that. So he was coming. Like he was good and he stayed in the front. He was so good and to hear that tire blow, it was so heartbreaking cuz I was like mm-hmm. he deserved better. But your tire issues were like interesting this whole time because um unfortunately I forgot to bring it up but for the Truex thing, what happened is it came out later and they oh, also yeah. didn't know, but his tire got punctured. Mhm. And, like, they have a picture of the actual puncture, and it's so tiny. And I'm like, dang. And so the whole race, I'm like, every time I see somebody's tire go, I'm like, did they run over the same spot? <laughs> like, that's what, that's just what I'm thinking the whole time. Like, what is this little thing that's puncturing their tires? Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of things, but when you're moving the cars from the garage to the pit road to start mm-hmm. the race, I mean, you can, there's plenty of people walking. I'm just, True. So you can easily... People just dropping nails all over the place. Nails, yeah. pins, things like that. Like, uh-huh. it really is. Forks, sporks, <laughs> knives, not, just straight up knives. Not the sporks. Not the sporks. <laughs> sporks will do it? Yeah. The plastic ones, too, you get at school. <laughs> Those really get you. No, but seeing that picture was crazy. And then, yeah, Bubba going out. I like how I just put, not Bubba in the wall with the crying emoji. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a sad moment. That's when I was like, he's not winning today. Yeah. Because it did, honestly, going back to your point with um, the 24, anytime anybody had some sort of, like, a spin out, they had a loose tire, so they returned back to pit road to fix it or stuff or whatever, it always looked like their car just wasn't the same after. Exactly. Which was, that's exactly what happened with Bubba, too. He wasn't able to get back up. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, intermediate tracks, like, one-and-a-half-mile tracks, like Antis, are so hard to handle. Because anything anything like that can happen, mm-hmm. and it matters so much to the car. Because you are you have wind coming in all directions, you know, from the, cor- from the sides and from the front. You need that aerodynamic balance as best as you can. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, maybe something did shift in the car. Or even, like, a little tap on the wall can really affect your car at a place like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely think there was a lot of playoff driver trouble. Uh, Ryan Blaney wasn't having a good race. Joey Logano, oh, my God. He was, like, in 20th place the whole race. Yeah, and like, I remember they started talking about Joey Logano, like, just briefly. And I was like, I forgot he was in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was crazy. He was not doing good. That's saying him. a lot because I... I don't like Joey Logano, but, like, he's always mm-hmm. there. That's mm-hmm. why I don't like him. He's yeah. always there and in the way and annoying. He's always there at the end, and you're like, bro, what the heck? So, it, come it from? definitely feels weird, like, He was, like, not. 10 laps down. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. I really, <laughs> he came back just to block Carl Bush. That's messed up. <laughs> and I really thought, like, when Matt Kenseth wrecked him that one time in Martinsville, that Joey Logano was still going to win the race. I was like, this dude's about to win the race still. 
And he got out the car. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, he's calling it. Yeah. <laughs> he's pissed. That dude's always there at the end. I was like, there's no way. He's still going to win. <laughs> he's still going to win. Yeah. And then um, I wanted to bring this up because this was right after, I think, the Boba spin mm-hmm. or Boba hit. And the caution comes out. Kyle Larson over the radio. It's out there. I mean, go look at it. <laughs> I didn't even see it. He said, we are so much better than everyone else. And at that time, he was third. And I'm not saying he was wrong. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I do feel like he had the best car out of everyone. His car, like, at the beginning, it looked like it was taking off a lot. Mm-hmm. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he was third. And not to mention, Chase Elliott was second. But <laughs> the thing that, I'm, that, you know, he's saying that he's much better than everyone, including his teammate, because his teammate's in front of him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just me not really liking color. So, anyways. <laughs> now you're on, the, on the restart. He goes from third to 18th in like <laughs> five laps. <laughs> so after all that trash talk, he just said right before it started, I I just thought it was so funny. Uh, he was just letting them have a little head start, you know? Oh, he never came back though. So <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so funny how he said that and then immediately the race starts and he goes mm-hmm. all the way back to 18th. Sound like the the racing gods are like, all right, mm-hmm. it's time to step in. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. I do want to say quickly, just to clarify, that you don't like Kyle Larson, but it's not because of what happened between Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson this race at all. No, it's, it's been, just because you. It's don't been like brewing, him. Sienna. <laughs> this was a the fight the straw. No, I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't like him like Denny Hamlin because obviously like me and Denny Hamlin got some beef because of what he did Chase Elliott. Dang. I don't care if it was in 2017, 2016. I don't even care if it was in 1997. <laughs> we got beef because of what he did. I'll never forgive him for that. Isn't that when you were born? Yeah. <laughs> I would have remembered. <laughs> you came out with beef from Denny Hamlin, <laughs> but you considered him yeah. to be your pig. Yeah. <laughs> so. So you don't like Denny Hamlin more than Kyle Larson. Yeah. I just I don't I I don't like Denny Hamlin, but Kyle Larson I'm more like I wouldn't say neutral. I'm leaning more to I don't I don't like him, but mm-hmm. I'm one instance away from being like I hate this dude. <laughs> or I don't hate him, but like, you know, I I don't like mm-hmm. him as a driver. <laughs> mm-hmm. One instance with Chase Elliott away. You hear that Kyle Larson, you believe him alone. <laughs> no, he's real worried. <laughs> <laughs> he's scared. I got him scared. He's scared. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Chris Christopher Bell, he had a really good card too, and he hits the wall after a stop. Uh, it was a green flag. Uh, I'm sorry, it was green flag pit stops. He changes tires, and then a few laps later, hits the wall. Mm-hmm. So he has to come back and ruining a good day he had, a good points day he was having. And then, this was this is when it got crazy, was Chris Busher had a tire go down with seven laps to go, a playoff driver. He was plus 24 points to the good at that time. Mm-hmm. And now, he is... Plus 13. What place was he in? When uh, the tire went down? Top 10. He was in top 10? Yeah, top 10. I can't remember what, exactly when. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was crazy. And here's the thing I do want to bring up at the very end of the race. Because after that, obviously, they restarted. They got the race going. Mm-hmm. The 17 had to tire down. He had the biggest... He had the biggest swing difference and a negative. He was plus 24 with seven laps left. He is now plus 13. 11 point difference. Mm-hmm. Now, I I do not like Joe Logano. I just don't like the way he races anyone and then complains about it when people race it like that. That's just hard racing. Yeah, that's just short track racing. <laughs> I don't like that. But this might be what saves them and keeps them going to the next round. He was... He was plus two with mm-hmm. seven laps left above the cutoff line. And what he what his crew chief did was when everyone went to go get tires, he stayed out. Mm-hmm. And when he stayed out, he ended up finishing third or fourth. Which gave him 10 points total, which made him plus 12 above the cutoff line. Now, that is the biggest increase positive-wise from seven laps. Mm -hmm. He was about to go to Bristol saying, I'm plus two. I need to stay two spots ahead of Wandering Truex Jr. to get to the next round. Now, he's going to Bristol saying, I have a 12-point cushion, which means I have a 12-car gap in front of everyone else. And, of course, it's Bristol. Anything can happen. We all know that. We know it's a cutoff race. We know it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a crazy Saturday night. We know that. But I also know that going to a twelve, going into it with a 12-point cushion is much better than a 2-point cushion. Mm-hmm. And because of Joe Nagano's crew chief, he's going in there with 10 extra points. And I thought that was so you crucial. You think holding on to it? I think so. I, th- I think Joe Logano will hold on to it. I just think it's so crazy how he was able to gain those 10, those 10 points in 7 laps. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is with uh, Chris Buescher going out 7 to go, caution goes up. I remember uh, commentators were saying Denny Hamlin did not need that to happen. Because mm-hmm. he had just had a green flag pit stop or whatever. And he got four tires. and Or maybe he got two tires. I don't know. He did something. And he was in first. And the caution comes out and stuff. And he's not good at restarting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't win. And he doesn't, like, get locked in or anything. That was another thing that upset me. Or not really upset me. It was just annoying to see him and Chase Elliott both lean back on the restart mm-hmm. because they were afraid of everyone leaning back in front of them. And I get it. Basically, what they're trying to do is avoid the person in front of them slowing down so that way you can't speed up and they can speed up when they want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're slowing down. You're right here. You're right on the bumper. You try to speed Listeners up. Listeners don't know what you're doing. I'm showing it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll be more visual. <laughs> so, basically what what they're trying to avoid is the car in front of you. When you're, let's say you're driving on, on, the, on the interstate. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right on someone's bumper. You Even if you speed up, you can't go past them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you're driving on, a, on an interstate and someone in front of you starts slowing down. Mm-hmm. You have to slow down. Now, when they speed up, you can speed up, but your reaction, you're reactionary to it. Mm-hmm. Which means... They're in control. Exactly. They're in control. They get to speed up faster than you get to speed up. Mm-hmm. And that's what Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott was doing. Now, I got annoyed with that because it, that restart looks so off. And I definitely think NASCAR should be doing something to stop those things from happening. And I'm not saying Denny Hamlin or Chase Elliott are in the wrong. I'm just saying to avoid that situation in general because it's ridiculous that we have cars slowing down that much to avoid them being brake checked into not being able to go. Mm-hmm. I want all the cars close together how it, as it should be, not three cars in front of everyone else and then two cars way behind. Mm-hmm. That's not what you should be doing in a race. And I'm it's really annoying. I'm curious how you think NASCAR would fix this, though. I honestly, I feel like the best way to do it would be like, you you better be touching each other's bumper or very close oh, like to Oh, like make it like a rule or something. Mm-hmm. Because I get it, yes, there is a restart zone, and you know you can go when you go, but to have people leaning back on each other like that—that's literally what happened. That's why there's so much more issues at the start of the race because people mm. don't get going, and you see people wrecking as soon as you know green flag. So what you're trying to stop is people brake checking each other on restarts. Yes, mm. I hate that. I think they should stop. Like, they, they should enforce that somehow because it's not... And it's not even so much... I call it, like, break-break checking, but... Mm-hmm. You're slow down slow, checking. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're slowing down, trying to get the car behind you to slow down, and then take off, mm-hmm. which is so annoying. And, like, I get it. You're trying to be defensive. You, you're trying to keep that lead you have or that position you have. But not entertaining for us to see. <laughs> it's not even so much entertaining. It's just annoying to see... Cars that are like some are way back, some were way ahead. Like literally, mm-hmm. what Danny Hamlin and Chase Elliott did, that did not look like a normal restart. That looked like there was two people who were having issues with the car, and then you realize, wait a minute, they were just trying not to get hit by people behind them. I mean, in front of them, mm-hmm. which is really annoying too. It's like seeing a common day road rage frustration. In sports. <laughs> yeah. Or they can also, what they do is let them pass before the start-finish line, which I don't really want them to do, but that's another way of fixing this whole thing. Let them pass? Before the start-finish line. That's the only reason why people do it. It's because you can't pass anyone until the start-finish line. Oh, I see what you're saying. So mm-hmm. on restarts, you, you're not allowed to pass anyone. Until you pass the start-finish line. I always thought it was just free so long as nope. you're out of the restart zone. Mm-mm. I feel like it wouldn't even make a difference, though. That's, like, not even that big of a difference when you consider how fast the cars are going. Well, you you think about it. When a car's in front of you and you're faster than them, you can just pull under and pass them. Yeah, so... Rather than staying behind them. Because then, you're not past the... Cause you can't, yeah, because you're not past the start-finish line. Yeah, I think I was not aware that that was a rule. Mm-hmm. And from my little tiny knowledge... I think that's a dumb rule to have in the first place. I think it should be free no matter what. So long as you're, you've are you started, go ahead. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, people shouldn't pass each other on cautions. That's just weird. You're so racing. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I don't know. But like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. What's the benefit to waiting till after the start and finish line? It's just so that there's no chaos or people pulling out of line too early. And 
Like, for instance, at a Is race. Is that a safety hazard if somebody pulls out too early? No, I don't really think so. It's just them preventing chaos. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, it wouldn't matter too much as Kansas as it would Phoenix. Because you immediately turn left. Mm-hmm. So, doing something like that, like, I get that. I like a track like that because you're trying to avoid chaos until it's hit the start-finish line. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I really don't know what the, like, right thing to do is. But I'm feeling more like just making sure everyone's bumper to bumper until the start-finish line. Instead of letting yeah. people... And Danny Hamlin even... Somehow figuring out a way to keep them close. Exactly. Yeah. And Danny Hamlin, even... Danny Hamlin even mentioned it. He was like, NASCAR doesn't enforce it. So I'm doing whatever I can to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I can't blame him for, right? <laughs> He's trying to make yeah. sure he gets to another race. It's also, like, when you think about these cars now, like, it's genuinely a concern affording them, and they don't, especially the smaller teams, they don't want you crashing and stuff. But even JGR doesn't want you ruining their cars. And they're yeah. a big team. Exactly. No one oh, wants yeah. their cars ruined. Now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <clears throat> no, the race ends, and Tyler Reddick got it. Yeah, he did. He Number won. 45. Yep. And That's... an interesting statistic I heard. I didn't put it together at the time, but last year, Kurt Busch won it in the 40... It wasn't last year? Bubba Wallace won it last year. No, but Kurt Busch, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That... Anyways, you interrupted me. Kurt Busch won it in the 45, and then Bubba Wallace won it in the 45, and I think Denny Hamlin was in between that, but we'll ignore that for now. And... Now Tyler Reddick wins it in the 45. Actually, the way I'm looking at it, no. Tyler Reddick won Sunday. Mm -hmm. Bubba Wallace won a year ago from that race. Mm -hmm. Tyler Reddick, I mean, uh, Kurt Busch won a year ago from Bubba Wallace. Uh, They were all players. So they were all three in a row? I thought that he was in between there somewhere. No, if they go to Kansas twice, but they're talking about Kansas two each year, the 45 one. So in twenty, 20- no, I thought Kurt Busch won in the first Kansas race last year, and then Bubba Wallace won the second one. That's why Bubba Wallace is in the forty-five because oh, Kurt yeah, Busch right. is out. You're right. My bad. Yeah. You're right. Right. Don't ever correct me. Okay, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would Bubba Wallace win in the forty-five? <laughs> yeah, he. If Kurt Busch wasn't out, he wanted to do it for fun. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I actually that them bringing that up did remind me that Bubba Wallace was in the forty-five mm-hmm. for a lot of last year because Kurt Busch was out and they still wanted owner points. Yep, and so Bubba jumped in that forty-five. Yeah, um, but now going to the playoff standings. Whoa, going to that cutoff line. I mean that cutoff race. That's gonna be an interesting race. I I feel bad for Bubba because he was gonna end up either winning the race or being right up there and having a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. Now he has to go out there and probably win the race, which I think yeah. feel like it's possible with him. What's or, the next race? Oh, Bristol, right? Bristol, baby. To me, I feel like Bristol is another Daytona, but that's mainly because I can't keep track of who's in first ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just everywhere, you know? Yeah, it's so short, it's so small. I love Bristol. I want to go to a Bristol race one day, though. Now... And I feel bad for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. because he was having a good run, too. And I feel like both races kind of sucked for him because he was doing good. Mm-hmm. And then he had some issues. I think so. Kevin Harvick is going to really have to work hard because he's fighting against Martin Truex. I think Martin Truex can definitely pull it together. You know, this race, I think, was definitely bad luck for him. Mm-hmm. He literally said before the race, like, all I need is luck. And then 
he did not get that. Yeah. And I, I feel like he can definitely, he's definitely capable of pulling himself out of this. He's a veteran driver. I mean, not to say Kevin Harvick isn't. Obviously, he's going to retire, but mm-hmm. he has a fight. Yeah, I definitely think everyone, Kyle Busch up. So, Kyle Busch is plus 24, Rambling is plus 25, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. They're okay. So, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Brett Kazowski, Ryan Blaney, Cowbush. I feel like they're okay because they can easily get some stage points, stage one to stage two, and it's be a lot harder for them to actually lose a uh, get out of the playoffs, even if they were to wreck. Now, Ross Chastain, all the way to Kevin Harvick, they need to be on their toes at all times mm-hmm. because, especially at Bristol. There's so much going on. One little slip up will ruin your night. And we saw it last year with, or uh, yeah, last year with Kyle Busch. He was like plus twenty four points above the cutoff line, and then his tire blew out. Mm-hmm. I mean, not tire, sorry, his engine blew up, and he was under cut line, and he was eliminated that night. So anything can happen. That Kyle Busch. What happened to Cowboys literally proved that last year. But I will say, who I think is most in trouble, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, that <laughs> the, the, from the people who are out on the inside looking in, I guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's going to be Ross Chastain, Chris Bell, and I really think Joey Logano. I was I was gonna say Chris Busher, but I agree with you on Joey Logano. He, yeah. like we said, he does not have a lot of momentum going into these playoffs. He still hasn't gotten any. Mm-mm. He he's yeah. like you said last race. He was just in the bottom twenty, and he only got like top five because okay. strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pit strategy, which is you know it can do a lot, obviously, but um, he needs more than that to stay in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I will. I wanted to say Chris Buescher, but he won this race last year, so I feel like he's gonna come back with a vengeance, ready to push himself to the next uh, round. I am hoping and praying to see another Kyle Busch Bristol win. Hopefully, we'll see. When he won the Bristol Dirt, like the week before your your kids were born or mm-hmm. something. Um, he, that was my home screen for like a really long time. Oh, really? And I think my lock screen too. <laughs> it, I just loved it. I was like, yes, let's go. Yeah. I love Bristol wins. I think from the bottom four, who has the best chance to get out? I say Martin Truex. I say Bob Wallace. I know, I know that deficit minus 19 looks bad. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I feel... If he goes into this race and does what he does in Kansas, and and let's not mention, for, you know, forget the fact, he's been having great races. Mm-hmm. He's been, like, Darlington finished fourth. I'd argue for a Kansas, lot of his career, he's been having good races. <laughs> Kansas, he could have won if it wasn't for a blown tire, which wasn't mm-hmm. his issue, you know, which wasn't his fault. I think the unfortunate thing about Bo Wallace is that he tends to have a lot of out of control circumstances happen to him. Yeah. Which sucks as a Bubba Wallace fan. Yeah. But I do feel like he has a chance to point his way in. 
because here's what I'm thinking is going to happen. And we can quote this and come back to it next week and see exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a good car. He's going to be in the top five, top ten throughout the race. Get some points through stages. And all hell is going to break loose throughout the race with other playoff drivers. And I think with that, it'll put him above the cut line. And he's going to advance. That's what I feel like. That's what happens every Bristol, every year. There's always the cutoff line, and there's always they always end up being like minus one, plus one with people. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely think he has the best chance. Because even if nothing does happen, I do feel like with the momentum he's been having, he could win the race. I definitely feel like he could win the race. Obviously, we won't really know until we get to the track, and or they get to the track and see how it goes, but I think he has the best chance. What about you? Uh, for next race specifically, who, who I think I might win? No. Who do you think out of those four, in the Truex, Bubba, Ricky Stenhouse, Michael Waddell, who do you think has the best chance of getting out of the bottom? Oh, uh, well, I already said Martin Truex. I think him and Kevin are going to – Kevin's going to have quite a fight with him. Because he's a hard guy to keep in, in the elimination, I think. In the bottom four. But, um... I guess I don't know his performance at Bristol specifically, but... Uh, it's not that good. Okay, no need to ruin my hope like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I can I can hope for Bubba to win, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching Kyle Busch the whole time. I want him to win. <laughs> I need him to win one more time before the end of the year. I don't even care if he gets out of the playoffs and then he wins. Like, I just want him to win one more time. We'll see. You know. We'll see. I mean, he's really good at Bristol, so I expect him. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a contender for the race win because he's always good at Bristol. So. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer Bristol Dirt no. or Bristol night <laughs> I, I prefer Bristol night that's that's one of my favorite races I want to go to I'm not saying I hate Bristol dirt I don't care for it like I'm not like oh well, let's go back to the pavement but blah, blah, blah. I'm mm-hmm. cool having I like Bristol dirt I'm cool with having that like Charlotte I'm cool with having a roval one race and then having the oval one race mm-hmm. that's fine with me why not you know it gives us we get to go to a place twice but not for the same thing mm-hmm. I think that's really cool I mean Think about it this way. You know, we live in Texas. And Texas Morris Speedway, if they were to do a race on the oval and then, I don't know, a dirt race or... But we have Kona. <laughs> yeah, but that's in Austin. That's not in Dallas. Uh, it's different. Yeah. Austin's closer to us. <laughs> yes, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. That's cool. So yeah. I guess if we were presented with an option to either go to Bristol Dirt or Bristol Night, I'm going Night because I don't, oh, need, yeah. I don't need that dirt in my lungs. Hundred percent, I go to Night. <laughs> I don't care about the dirt. I care about the. No, I would care. I would just care about the dirt. That would be my reasoning. Well, I'll say, I will say this also: going to a NASCAR playoff race live is not fun. <laughs> it's stressful. You don't have. You don't get to see everything. You don't have NBC the to en- tell you. The info and stuff. Yeah, to tell you, oh, Chase Elliott's three points behind the cutoff line every lap. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to hope and pray or text your friends and ask them for updates. Or watch Bob Pockgrass's tweets. Yeah. If which it we loads, do anyways. If it loads up because sometimes it... <laughs> True. Sometimes that stuff does not work. Oddly, I feel like the only thing that works at 
you know, Texas Motor Speedway races, the only thing that works for me is Snapchat for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, upload on there all you want. Yeah. What? <laughs> Just yawning. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that was it for this week. Everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to Bristol. I know, I can't wait. That's going to be such a good race. I cannot wait for that. Here's to Kyle Busch winning and Chase Elliott. Finishing last. Doing DNF. Woo! Woo! I'll take a shot to that. <laughs> Alright, guys. I hope you had fun listening to us. If it's just us, again, then it's okay. I still like listening to myself. We did have one buddy, one person live, one person listening to us from Belgium. Hey, we're around the world now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. See y'all later.